It's Reefer Madness, the podcast with Trevor and Kirk. So, Trevor, we're back. Kirk, we're back. <laughs> well, let, let's do the quick review for those who don't know. Where did you start? Like, where, where's Reefer Madness based out of? And how did you get there? And what was your transportation? And where did you go? Reefer Madness, the podcast, is based out of Manitoba, Dauphin, Manitoba, Canada. We, uh, my wife and I, took a trip up to Flin Flon, which is about four to six hours, depending on the vehicle and the, how many times the puppy had to be. Um, so, yes, Michelle and I and the puppy in Van Hoot drove up to Flin Flon in a headwind. The whole Van Hoot is literally the name of their vehicle. Just We're, we're calling it Van Hoot. Follow along. Just for the hell it's coffee colored it's uh it's a hoot to drive and it's been known to have some medicinal hoots in it um so we um we drove up the flint flon in a headwind all the way in a in a v8 305 uh gmc v8 just and it's like the old the old days of traveling with uh with that lovely smell of gas coming from the exhaust there's no catalytic i think there's a catalytic converter but there's no um there's no electronics in it you have to wind down the window it's got the no drafts it's lovely 1983 rally uh sport um yeah, so we went to, we went up to uh, Flin Flon. There are two stores in Flin Flon. I talked to both of them. Uh, the one, uh, the one store uh, was not prepared to um, was not prepared to talk to me. Um, but she, uh, but it was a nice store. It was in a hotel. And then the next store, I posted it, and um, and I met the owner, and the owner told us a really cool story. Um, Spencer told us a really good story about what was in the building before he did his uh, his his retail store in it. So that's kind of cool. From there, yeah, it's almost a, a, a ghost of cannabis past yeah, kind of story. Yeah, and and I really I really like that Spencer said, you know, eh, I was thinking about getting into a new business. I thought maybe I'd start a construction company, but I've got a hemp shop now. Yeah, and I'm sure he's doing fine because I can tell you, man. In all these hemp shops I went to, there was never empty. None of the shops were empty. There was always a customer coming in. Uh, from there, we traveled down the northern highway of Saskatchewan and went to Prince um, uh, Prince Albert, a town that I've always wanted to go to. So, so help me, fi- so help me situate Prince Albert. I know Flin Flon is right on the Manitoba Saskatchewan border, a little bit north of us. Where whereabouts is Prince Albert? Uh, you're going to be going southwest to this almost the center of Saskatchewan. It's the um, most northern major city of Saskatchewan, if you're going to call a major city. And it is. It's a big city. It has three cannabis shops. And I got a story from there at Five Buds. I spoke to a fellow there. Um, and Dustin. Dustin. I sp- Thank you. I spoke to him. I went to another shop and, and, and had a lovely conversation with a lady. She told me a fantastic cannabis story, uh, and I was really happy to have it. She was very nervous. I got a text from her soon after I left saying that the owners of the shop don't want any advertising, don't want me to do anything, so I can't tell that story. Then down the hill, as I was getting back on the highway, I realized, oh, there's another shop, and it looked like a First Nations, um, a First Nations shop, so I went in there looking for a story, and... I talked to the owner, I talked to the manager. None of them wanted to give me a story. I said, okay, fine, no worries. Uh, So got back in the Van Hoot and uh, headed towards Alberta. Um, We got into Cold Lake very late. 
uh, and there was no camping anywhere in Cold Lake. So we ended up, we ended up going into a, a northern, well, a small little lake, and had a wonderful, wonderful evening in this small little private lake. From there, we uh, went to Slave Lake and had a conversation with Fire and Flower. Um, and situate situate Slave Lake for us. Let's I don't know in relation to Edmonton, north, almost directly north, north. and it's um, it's central north, uh, almost parallel to Lac La Biche. Okay. You got Lac La Biche, you got Athabasca, Slave Lake, High Prairie, Grand Prairie, sort of that that highway, which is another northern highway. So Michelle and I, Michelle and I, purposely took the most northern highways of Manitoba, Saskatchewan, and um, Alberta. And yeah, I got another great story from Jordan in Slave. Um, so there's three road stories. It's interesting. Yeah, I like that Jordan. Jordan's story um, had a relative, an auntie involved in it. I thought yeah. that was a sweet story. Yeah, it's a great story. So I'm hoping everyone will enjoy these stories. Uh, you know, traveling right now, Trevor, uh, and I think I said this in another episode where there's this window of opportunity where the province has opened up, but it's odd. It feels really odd. Um, I, I still carry a mask in my pocket. Um, I'm going to say 70% of the time I walk in and remember to wear the mask and I look around and going, oh, geez, I'm the only one. So you get a little self-conscious and then I keep remembering that masks protect other people from me. But yet, but yet I have a mask that's actually an N95. It's a cloth mask that puts filters inside of it. So it actually is an N95. So in some ways I am protecting myself, but it's an odd time we live in, my friend. This, this traveling during COVID. It, it, it is. And just uh, just because, for the record, I'm double vaccinated. I mentioned traveling in a previous episode. So, yes, I'm wearing masks more often than not and where it's legally required. But also got got the whole double vax before I started moving around. Yeah, I've, I've been double vaxxed for, geez, I think three months already. So, yeah, it's like it's so old news. I still can't figure out. Anyways, this isn't we're not going to get into that. Yeah, yeah. No. This is not no, weird. We're no, no. Traveling. traveling, traveling's good, and there's cannabis stories. Cannabis to be had. stories. So it's so people, please enjoy this. Um, I'm still in Alberta. I'm hoping. To, I'm hoping. I've got. A, I've got a couple storylines I want to work on. Uh, I'm in Lac La Biche, and I went to the two stores. I went to Spirit uh, uh, Spirit Leaf, and I went to Equilibrium. Both stores were busy. I didn't feel comfortable asking for a story because they were so busy. But I do have um, Derek and I. Uh, funny enough, uh, Derek uh, Derek uh, uh, Iwaskiu, who, who I interviewed in Small Town Alberta episode, whatever episode number it is. Um, Michelle and I are camping for the first two weeks we were here. We we're in the driveway of Michelle's other sister. And right across the alley is Derek. And he's like, oh, hey, well, how go. are you doing? So yeah, hey, uh, so he's a neighbor. Hi, old neighbor. So um, so yeah, he seen me. He seen me crawl out of Van Hoot in the morning and uh, take the dog for a walk. And um, so yeah, I'm going to interview him. I got a storyline I want to go with him. So we'll catch up on his his little enterprise. His, his enterprise has grown. And then I hope to get down to Parkland Flower, and see our friend down there, um, Kaylee um yeah no absolutely yeah so i'm gonna go see her and then we're down to hemp fest <laughs> but yeah traveling in covid 
All right. Cat traveling and COVID. Well, stay safe. And next time I see you, it will be in Hempfest. So um, there'll, be, yeah. there'll definitely be some episodes from there. So stay tuned, everybody, and uh, enjoy this traveling interlude episode. We'll see what Renee puts together. Cheers. Thanks, guys. All right. So we've got three stories here. Uh, we'll just play the three stories in a row, and we'll start off uh, in Flin Flon uh, with a talk with Spencer Payson. I'm Spencer Payson, owner of Payson's Joint, Flin Flon, Manitoba. Um, I opened the store back in December 2016. Journey kind of started around like June of that year. Um, I was actually looking to open a construction company, and my friend kind of talked me into opening a head shop. So he also works in the industry and kind of like foreseen that, you know, cannabis was going to be legalized soon. So figured I had worked for him in the past. This was a great idea. Working for him was one of the best jobs I ever had. I bet. (laughs) So uh, I was like, yeah, I'll do it. So over the next couple months, um, uh, I spent some time finding a location and found this building. Uh, Interesting story about this building is that... uh, person that owned it previously uh they were actually busted for selling cannabis out of the store oh and when they were busted uh they said that uh, when they were raining them on the charges and how much cannabis they had it was short so when i bought the building the electrician told me like yeah they came up short from what they originally knew they had so there might be cannabis in here somewhere so me and my buddy had been spending a, like about a month cleaning up the entire store because this place was just filled with junk. And there used to be a kiosk over there in the corner that took up about like almost a quarter section of the store. And we were hacking it up with a Sawzall. And uh, it was a, we had maybe two loads left to carry out. And uh, we had just taken a load of the dump, came back in, and uh, there was this bag on the floor. Didn't really think much of it. Just thought it was like one of those bags that was in a box, you know, to kind of like fill it up so stuff wouldn't move around. So I kicked it out of my way. It's like, yeah, let's pick up this, this, and this. That should be a load. And I turn around, my buddy's holding this bag, and he's like, dude. I'm like, what? I'm like, that's just a bag, like a cushion bag. I grab it, and I quickly realize it's a bag filled with weed. I'm just like, so that's a load. Let's get out of here. So we jumped in my truck. We drove home and uh, pulled out the bag. We weighed it out, it turned out to be a half pound. <laughs> and good weight? Yeah. yeah, it was lemon skunk. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Could tell as soon as I smelt it. But yeah, uh, so then slowly got the store in order, uh, got all the merchandise. It's pretty much well one man show. Uh, a couple of friends came around when uh, I received all the merchandise, helped me set up the showcases and everything. I had one friend help me unpack everything, load the store up and yeah. Wonderful. So did you have a head shop first? or you Yeah, had... started off as a head shop. Okay. And then uh, uh, last year in November 2020, uh, we opened as a cannabis store. got our license in uh, mid-October. So where is the cannabis? I don't have... Cannabis is all throughout the store. Okay. So like almost all the showcases, all those bins are all filled with okay, cannabis. Okay, so at nighttime, then it's, you don't lock it up in a safe? You must do it, lock it up in a safe. Yeah, we got a vault in the back. Okay, so it's all out. Wow. Yeah. And what's it like? I mean, you're so far away from everywhere in Flin Flon. Yeah. What's it like getting cannabis up here, accessing it? Oh, it's pretty easy. Yeah, we just have an order cycle every two weeks. Uh, Manitoba now is a weekly order cycle, but 
just for sake of paying bills and everything. I just order on the two week schedule. Okay. Yeah. And so what you got, like each one of those boxes is, is cannabis? Yep. Wow, you got a lot of cannabis in your store. Yeah, we got over about like 250 products. Oh, wow. How yeah. do you keep track of all? <laughs> a very amazing POS system. <laughs> I guess, eh? Yeah, I've opened, this is the first store I own, but I've opened up two other stores for other companies. Okay. Yeah. Since since you opened up this one, yeah, so, uh, before I opened this one, yeah. okay, and not in Flimflon, obviously. No, so the first store I opened was in Cinnaboya, Saskatchewan. Uh, I opened up a, a joint cannabis store there, and then I opened up uh, another store in Verdon, Manitoba, Cannabis Two Hundred Four. That's wonderful, man. All right, and from Flimflon, Kirk traveled on to Prince Albert, where he got a short my cannabis story from Dustin. So I'm Dustin Pilon. I work at the Five Buds in Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. Um, I got into cannabis when the store opened back in January. It's kind of a new thing for me, but it's something I'm learning every day. It's just kind of why I got into it, right? New experiences and kind of something I really like to enjoy doing. So, how long ha- how long have you been working at Five Buds? Uh, since we opened in January. Also, okay. just a few months now. And what did you do before you were a cannabis? Uh, I was a stay-at-home dad, actually. Okay. Yeah. I stayed at home. I took care of five kids all together, a couple stepkids, a couple of my own. So, yeah. Cool. And then Kirk traveled on to Slave Lake, where he spoke with Jason Peters, who shared his My Cannabis story. Um, I'm Jaron Peters. I uh, run a cannabis shop here in Slave Lake. I guess for my story, um, I'll just start how I began smoking cannabis, right? So it was before legalization, my auntie was an advocate in B.C., uh, she got me into it, and it just started with helping me mentally. I had a lot of depression, I had a lot of anxiety and stuff like that. I was never really thought I was going to get to the position I'm at now in cannabis industry. And uh, a lot of what she said resonated with me because it was more. It wasn't about just getting high. It was, you know, helping day by day, doing stuff just around the house, even just having a happier attitude, going places. I used to have a really hard time going to like West Edmonton Mall stuff like that with lots of people. But I find now if I have like something CBD, even before I go in, I'm just in a lot better mindset walking into these places. Um, Throughout the years after I lost my auntie is when I actually came into the cannabis industry because I wanted to just continue on that path where she wanted to go. She wanted to see it legalized. She unfortunately passed away the month, like two months before legalization. So it was unfortunate in that. But I figure... If I can keep going the way she wanted to go and just having everybody happy and smoking, <laughs> kind of figure, you know, be a good way to help her memory. That's why I wear this instead of a lanyard. This is actually hers from before she passed away. Okay. So, that's uh, your story. Yeah. So there are some road stories from Kirk as he travels around Alberta. And of course, Trevor and Kirk are going to be at Hempfest in Calgary, collecting a lot more stories. So keep listening to Reefer Madness, the podcast. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, do all those things. All right, so let's get to some music. Kirk had suggested because he's in Alberta, perhaps we play some Cor Blund or Ian Tyson. So I'll go one better and uh, we'll play a song from Cor Blund featuring Ian Tyson. It's called Right On. Like the show? Let us know. We're Reefer Madness on Instagram and Facebook, at Reefer Madness on Twitter, or head over to the website at ReeferMed.ca to find out what we're all about and what's coming up next. Talk to you later. It's another lonely evening In another lonely town 
<laughs> I just realized I have okay. a beautiful, I have a beautiful uh, negligee hanging in the back there. <laughs> just realized that. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty. That means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big